comfortable, Fergus? And now we're recording? Good, yeah, now we're recording. Okay. Hey, everybody. It is another episode of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I'm your host, Rich Conroy. With me, as usual, is my lovely and talented co-host, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? It is a beautiful, beautiful day. Absolutely gorgeous. Two days after Easter, so when you're hearing this in August, you know... uh, what time (laughs) of year it was when I did this. And, uh... So we're uh, we're reviewing the second to two last episodes in the original Ultraman franchise. Yeah, we're getting close to the end, kids. Uh, Which did not seem like it was going to happen after like disc two. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it just seemed like in the beginning we're like, oh my god, how many weeks is (laughs) it? And now we're like, oh, it's done already. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very funny. Like that. That just seems such a. It seemed to go so much quicker than you thought. Yes. But we've got two episodes this week. that is Don't Shoot Arashi and The Littlest Hero. Yes. Uh, Don't Shoot Arashi was originally aired uh, 3 19 of 1967. Uh, directed by not who we thought. Really? No, not Akko. Different guy that just saw This is uh, really close close ups. Kazuo Mitsuya. Okay. Yeah, Kazuo Mitsuya. I'm just not a big fan of the super duper close ups that they. Well, yeah, sometimes they get that bubble face looking yeah. thing. But. Um, I have both two really great episodes this week, I think. Yeah. I think we had some nice quality episodes. Um, Don't Shoot Arashi is um, basically episode 36 of the original Ultraman. Um, and includes the monster, Z- I want to make sure I pronounce this right, Zoragus. So, um, basically, uh, it attacks a children's theme park. So there's this crazy building... Right, and somehow, and you can tell that this, they're filming this outside. Right. But they say that they're inside. Yeah, like it's supposed to be some sort of simac- simulation. Right. I was going to say simulacrum. 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 Thank you. Sounds like a swear word. It really does. <laughs> simulacrum. <laughs> like when I'm old time, you're like, Gadzooks! <laughs> and I mean, right away when, I, when they said that it was inside, I'm thinking, okay... It's basically the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, because you see a crack in the sky develop. Amazing effect. Yeah, it was absolutely very, very cool effect. I have seen crappier stuff and stuff made now. Yeah, yeah, they did a good <laughs> job with yeah. this. Yeah, that effect was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so the, the pieces of the sky... You know, this dome sky come cracking down. It's a blinding light, and it blinds, um, we're going to call him Dr. Exposition from the Children's Center. Right. Um, Teacher, principal, whatever he is. I don't think that they even mention the guy's name. Um, oh, it just got the guy walking them around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, of course, the Science Patrol are okay. Uh, because, because they, they have, have their visors. Visors, on. yeah. Shockingly. Yeah. And for, this for once, they have their visors <laughs> down. This is one of the things where you go... They rarely have their visors down. We never see the visors darkened. Right. But now, now, hence. just in case, <laughs> just in case, we have a lot of stuff. Just, just in, in case. case, Arashi has a flare later yes, in this episode. True. Just, just in, in case. case, we've never seen it before. We've also never seen pockets true, on these true. outfits. Well, we know well, that no. the jacket. There is one right. here. Yeah, there right. is the one. The inside in- of the jacket has it to hold the beta capsule. Right, and it's very shallow because he drops it frequently. <laughs> it's not a deep pocket. <laughs> Take that to a seamstress or something. Hey, exactly. Do something. 
They still have seamstresses, don't they? Of course they do. Okay. Yeah. You can get stuff done at the dry cleaners there. I always do. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. again, I get rips and tears on everything I have. That's true. So That's rather true. than always buy new pants, yeah. which, you know, the thick pants cost 50 bucks each. Yeah. I basically get them sewed up for 10, 15 bucks. And yeah, so you're good to go for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it lasts for a very long time because they really put a good patch on it. There you go. Seamstresses, folks. Patronize them. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, who knew? So um, uh, they, the Science Patrol attacks the monster and um, apparently it wounds him. But suddenly he sheds some of his armor plates. His power is restored. And he gets more and more ticked off and starts fighting some more. Right. And the, the shedding of the shell. Is very cool. Very cool effect. Yeah. And then when we, after he molts... You see what's underneath the shell. Yeah. And he has some weird yeah. design dots. I, I thought it was going to be, they look like little tubes. Right. Um, and I thought they were going to be like missile launchers of some sort. That's kind of what I was going with too, that they were just going to start shooting missiles yeah, out of Yeah, I figured it tubes. was a mortar monster or something exactly. like that. Yeah. But then once they actually remove the shell, mm. they don't actually do anything. I mean, they light a couple of them up. Yeah, I think different that, variations. Yeah, but they don't do that's much a flash thing. He's a he's the flash flash monster. No, yeah. I got that. Yeah. So, uh, the military then informs the science patrol that they got to be called off, um, which leads them to be very ticked off about it. Um, we also that discovers uh, we discover from that that the military science patrol is beholden yeah to the science patrol right right. Or the science and patrol is beholden to the military. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, because they I think are, I just said the science patrol is beholden to the science patrol. Well, they kind of. Yes, that too. <laughs> the science patrol must obey listen. orders and oh, listen. We'll to, get to there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. That was a little annoying. I yeah. But so they say, look, you got to knock it off because every time you guys shoot at it, it gets mad and gets more powerful. And that's so knock I mean, it off right away. A, I said, how does the army know that? Yeah. Because yeah. they must have fought it before, but B, is it just the hook that the matter it gets, the stronger it gets? It could be, yeah. <laughs> also, maybe the army hasn't fought it before. This could be pure conjecture. Nobody knows. No, because he seemed quite confident that if you shoot it, it will get stronger. Well, army guys say a lot of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair this could, could have been a... I was expecting it to be a ruse. I thought he was in cahoots. Oh, with the monster? With the monster, okay. yeah. Like, oh, we got to call you off. So the guy thought maybe it was some sort of alien thing, and they were like... Mm, yeah, maybe. You know, I didn't think that way. I thought, okay, they fought this Because that sort of thing has never happened no, in Ultraman before. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I just went with the, okay, he's on our side because he's the Science Patrol... Military, military liaison. Yeah, yeah, there you right. go. And he must have fought the, this thing before... That's how he knows. Sure. That's where I am. All right. Fair enough. Um, then they find out that there are uh, children trapped in the children's center. Right. In the theme park. Which is where we went the first place. Yeah. 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 So uh, Hayata and Arashi go to rescue the children. And uh, they, first off, they're running up the stairs uh, at like breakneck pace. Yeah, and um, they stop every floor or so just to, to yell, yell to for see the children. The and we see some museum footage, which is obviously like, yeah, like, yeah. Well, we're here. Let's get some B-roll of Might guys well. walking around the museum, walking around exactly, yeah. which is 
Fair enough. You can give them that. And what's great is they go into the they go into the outside, which is you know the inside, the inside of the <laughs> of dome, the dome. We're supposed to believe, and their footsteps are echoing around as they're walking. And I said that right away. I said, "Oh, so they're just using echoing footsteps to let you know that they're inside, and they echo but the that voices." Never too. happened no. before when they were up there. No. <laughs> and it, it it was you sit there going, "Okay, I get you're trying to make it sound like you're inside." But if you'd done it the first time, yeah, we would have bought it. Might have bought it a match it up, or maybe they were saying, like, "Well, no one's here now. It's very uh, echoey and quiet." Ah, I think that's what they were going for. Didn't work, but it doesn't logically work. work. So they find the children laying on the ground on the other side of the piazza, right? And they they walk up to this fountain that's in the middle of the thing. Don't see the kids. Start walking around, and then as they're We'll figure a quarter of the way around. They oh, realized they, are, yeah. they went the complete wrong direction. Yeah. They had to keep Loop going around, the wrong yeah. way yeah, yeah. to find the kid. Because it, I yeah. mean, it's just a circle. But they must have been on the other side of the fountain block. You can't see it. It's yeah. fine. Whatever. I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Look, I'm a guy who can walk into a room and completely miss something in the room. Oh yeah, on top of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll be, I, I'd be like. I don't see a vacuum in here. Yeah. There's no vacuum. There's a literally vacuum three feet, three feet from me. Yeah. <laughs> and I could be like, oh, I don't see. The, where's the vacuum cleaner? What do you mean, where's the vacuum cleaner? It's right there. Well, yeah, so it is. <laughs> yeah, Trish, yeah. my wife has pointed out any number of times that unless it has teeth, I'm not going to notice it. Yeah, I'm, it's not going to bite me. I don't care. I'm firmly in the belief that my brain ignores certain objects in a room. Because it doesn't want me to have to do chores. That's well. No, I, I keep telling my wife I go the other way. I put stuff where I know I can find it. Oh yeah. If it's not there, I can't find it anymore. Here's my problem. I like, I find like I get something. And I'm like, oh, I need to take this to the, let's say like my son's iPod. Right. He cracked the screen on it. Okay. And I'm like, oh, got to take this up to get it repaired. Right. Let me put this in a place where I won't lose it. And instantly, it is like I dropped it into the phantom zone. <laughs> just like that, completely work. I may as well just hike up to the top of Mount Doom and throw it in the volcano. Because you're never going to find I it will again. I found it finally, but like, hold, <laughs> had to rip apart half the house. The fuck, half a good nine tenths. It was I, and you know what? To this day, I don't know where I found it. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you where I found it. I know I have it, but I lost it somewhere. I was like, oh, here it is, finally. Yeah, and it's when you're not looking for it, you look the wrong way. And, oh, wait, I, that's where I put it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's in the refrigerator. <laughs> sure. I don't know why I didn't I think put of it that. in the, <laughs> I put it in the butter compartment. Of course I did. Please note, I did not put it in the butter department. Before I get an email like, you shouldn't put iPad in the yeah, butter department. Exactly. Shouldn't you put know, an iPod touch in the butter department. It's going to get greasy. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> So you don't have to correct us on that one, Internet. Thanks. Yeah, um, Arashi and Hayata rescue the children in a great scene where Hayata, no Hayata is because Hayashi's got the gun and one kid, so he's footballing the one kid. No, Hayata had the gun. Arashi had the two kids mm-hmm, because he went. Remember, because he's like, oh, I'll distract him. But that no 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 that was after they got down. Arashi had the two kids going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Hayata had the one kid coming from the stairs. Now when they get down, then I, Arashi goes and tries to attack the monster, and Hayata's with the kids. All right. So, regardless, um, 
they're, they're carrying children down the stairs, running down stairs, literally carrying children under yeah, their like, arms. Yeah, like their footballs, so yeah. basically under their arms. Yeah. Which even Rich was like, you got to be relatively strong to be able to do that and not drop the kid. Yeah, which is and more just not trip. Well, I mean, there's no way. Yeah, true, true, true. you no can trip. Way. Yeah. I would eat the hugest amount of crab <laughs> trying to do that. I don't like to carry the dog downstairs. He weighs ten pounds. True, true, true. <laughs> so, um, Arashi is like, I'll distract the monster, and uh, Hayata tries to run away with the three children. Uh, Zaragas blinds the kids and uh, Hayata with one of his flashes, um, and uh, Arashi uh, decides he's going to shoot at Zaragas with the the new disintegrator. Right? Or no, that's not the disintegrator. No. This is a uh, the M the M something, right? M something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's some kind of gun. Some new gun. Yeah, M Omega gun or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but of course. He adapts to it and continues his rampage. Right. Um, and now, now when he does knock him down, we do get to see a cool oh, yeah, shot of smoke. the red smoke. Yeah. And I felt bad for the guy that's in this suit because that smoke has got to be filling the suit up. And I say right away, I feel bad for this guy. He's got this red smoke all over, and yeah. he just laughs at me yeah. because I feel bad for the I suit. Do, I do too. <laughs> I, mean, I get this picture of the guy, and they're like. Just holding some sort of smoke bomb up to the mouth. Right, right, like, right. All right, all right. And this it's still going to fill the suit up no matter what you, you do. You would think, yeah. You know, it's got to. Yeah, it doesn't just go in one direction. It goes in every direction, yeah. amazingly. Smoke does that, shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, Captain Mira strips Arashi of his membership in the Science Patrol. Right, because he shot at the monster. Right. Which he was told specifically, Don't do, do not shoot at the monster. So takes his badge off. Um, Arashi goes to visit uh, Hayata and the children in the hospital. And they're um, all blind. Right? Yeah, they all they've all got like the bandages over their eyes. Um, this little girl, they give a little girl a toy. The boys get nothing. Nothing. They nothing. get to lay in a bed blind. Right, and don't get anything for it. Get nothing to like. No tactile information. Nothing. 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 Just lay there. Yeah. Come on. Then they give the girl what I thought was a like. A hideous horse. stuffed animal. It's a puppy because she says, "Can puppy and I go out to play?" Oh, okay. I didn't notice right. that. Didn't notice that part. Or the rare floppy-eared horse. Also, is a possibility. I sure. <laughs> but it's point. the worst part is it's inflatable. Yes, I saw that. It's just like Did you see that. It's an inflatable toy. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't cuddle with that. That's nope, 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 nope. But they, at least she has something. You're right. Like you said they boys now the, don't. Now, I thought to myself, I wonder if that was popular in Japan at the time. Which was answered in the next episode. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll get to that. So, right. that's what we call a teaser in the business, kids. Um, <laughs> so, um, he, he decides he has to avenge the kids and uh, Hayata. So, Arashi steals a VTOL and right. goes out to take, it, take the monster out. Um, Hayata cannot abide by this. He has to save Arashi. Right. He muscles his way past the nurses. And then runs, runs up the st- blindfolded up the stairs, which we're both like, nope, nope, nope. Even Rich, who tries to buy all of this stuff. He really yeah. does. I give him that. Even he went, no, you're not running up the stairs blindfolded. Not that well. No, nope, well, here's nope. the thing. I can't. You can't. No. I but don't. this guy's amazing. Well, like, you gotta figure. I'm sure he was like, 
Like yeah. you look it under the blindfold. Either that or the blindfold did have slits in it so we could just barely see. But he ran like full he, speed. Yeah. Full, full speed. Full tilt. And I mean, give him credit, he like you said, he ran full speed with a blindfold on. Yeah. So you know, okay, there's gotta be slits so he can really see. But it's got to be a pain in the neck, and he probably had to have hurt himself at least once. <laughs> so he gets up to the rooftop, whips the bandage off in a really nice shot as, right. it, as it flies off into the sky, pulls the beta capsule out, and the becomes console. Ultraman. Now, did you see as he pulled it out um, and pressed it, you got the start of that swirly effect around his arm? I didn't it's, notice it's that. It's real brief. It's like I didn't notice it. Half a second. Didn't notice it. Yeah, either. I was like, oh, it's starting to think. And, we uh, should have rewound it. Oh, I thought you, you saw it. Well, if, if there's anything like that, yeah. just catch my attention. Did yeah. you see? Did you oh, see it? I got nothing better than it. <laughs> well, this is what this we're is, here for. This is true, folks. This is, this is why there's a podcast. <laughs> you lucky sons of guns, you. And uh, so Ultraman goes to fight this monster. There's a lot of... Um, um, Blinding going on. Right. He um, blinds, blinds Ultraman. Ultraman. The, the lights go out in the mask. Right away. Yeah. The lights go out, and then you tr- see how Ultraman is seeing, and it's bl- very, very blurry. Very blurry. Yeah. He's not completely blind, but it's blurry. Mm-hmm. But he can still see enough to try to fight this guy. Right. Um, he does break the horn off the monster. Yeah. Like that's right out of the get out. Like, look, this usually works. I'll break yeah, the horn off the thing and. I should do it. Yeah. Oh, no, that didn't work. Okay. Um, and, um, the, uh, of course, Arashi intervenes, um, shoots the monster, and... Um, and then Ultraman's the species. vision clears up. Right. And he hits Arashi him shoots him yeah. to stun him. Yeah. And then, as he's stunned, Ultraman gets his vision back, shoots his species ray, stop. Right. At one point, you're like, oh, this is going to be so bad, because... He gets blinded, and then the color timer goes off. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, oh, come on. Bad like, combination. Yeah, it's no good. That's not helping. Um, so, yeah, the monster finally dies. Uh, not in a spectacular explosion, no, but just it just kind of falls, falls down on its face. Yeah. And sits there. So that's going to be... man flies away. going to be tough for the cleanup crew, that one. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Captain Mura gives Arashi his, his science patrol badge back. Right. But then he makes him repeat the fourth fourth rule of the science patrol, which Arashi does five or six times as we fade out. And they did it in the Japanese with the English writing. With the English subtitles because the subtitles the the, again the sets that we have do not have complete English dubs. Right. And it after this, you know, the first time you're like, oh okay, this is cool. Second time you're like He's not going to do this a lot, is he? Yeah, they're Fifth making a time, point. You're like, okay, I get your point, and there's, you know, they're making a point. I get the fact that they're making a point, but it gets really annoying. Yeah, that's the whole point. Uh, you yeah. get the point. I got the point that this, <laughs> this is what he's going to have to do until Captain Murray decides. Okay, you've done it enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what do you think of that one? That was good, right? It was a good episode. Yeah, I liked it. And then, I mean, the suit that the guy had on, the shell that they purposely put on. So that they could take it off. Yeah. Oh, and the miniature destruction. The miniature destruction they had. This is one of those. So we keep much. pointing out how the buildings look realistic. This one, they built so much, they didn't take the time to build the buildings so they looked realistic. Yeah, there so wasn't a lot them, of floors and stuff. Right. Um, but they, they did a really nice job on the the um, 
the dome that he destroys. That was about the only and then thing. He pulls the top off that. Yeah, there's a lot of the monster utilizing pieces of of miniatures. I was gonna say furniture. <laughs> pieces of pieces of buildings to attack Ultraman. Right. He uses one as a shield. He uses a antenna to swing at him. Slot at him. <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, good. It, 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 there was a lot of miniature work. I give it that. The yeah. outdoor shot that they say was inside, but you that was pretty. Yeah, it was very. I want to know where that park is now. Obviously, Japan's so yeah. never going to see it. Of course, but would like to know just for general purposes yeah, where yeah. that kind of park is. Absolutely, it's really pretty. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah. Um, these two episodes are probably close to the best you're going to get in the series. They're, well, I can see that next one was your favorite. Oh, it's, obviously. It's, it's a joy. <laughs> I had forgot, I, and I said to Pat, every time I run through the series, I forget about this episode because it's so far in the, in the end. end. Right, right. And as I watched it, I'm like, I remember seeing this as a kid. And, and you can see that you just enjoyed But anyway, let's yeah. finish. Let's so, the, Monster Minute for Zaragas. Uh, that's the theme. Um, 40 meters tall, 20,000 tons, so pretty normal. Yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His affiliation is with the giant, with Gina Spectre. Oh, that's via Sparkdoll. Okay, so that's not anybody we need to worry about. Trivia. Suit actor is Kunio Suzuki. Uh, he is actually a modified Gamora suit, which is why he does not get used Gamora in the next episode. Okay. Just use the suit. Yep. Um, his roar is a modified Woo roar mixed with a modified Magular roar, which is my cue to play See the if roar. You can get the roar. So we play the roar. I can just drop the uh, volume up a little bit. There you go. Yeah. All right, point made. Chase. Um, <laughs> uh, in the film. Oh, here's this is a neat little bit of uh, little tree. In the film Terror of Mechagodzilla, one of Dr. Mafune's anatomical drawings of dinosaurs is Zaragas. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. I'd have to watch the movie again to notice it, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and uh, this appearance in Ultraman was referenced uh, in New Ultraman Ratsuden episode 26, so that's pretty snappy. And uh, coming up next after this, we are going to discuss The Littlest Hero. And uh, we'll be right back after these words. everybody thanks for sticking with us next episode up is the little hero um little or, or the small one? hero no it's little the little just hero little. okay yeah um 326 1967 is the original air date uh screenplay by tetsuo kinjo directed by kazuo mitsuya and uh, the viewer rating is only 42.8 percent on this who the hell are these people have you the blackest of hearts? Now, the, the thing that, since this is the first time you've ever brought that up. Yeah, well, it's the only time I've ever really seen it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. See, the problem with bringing something up like that is you have to now compare it to something else. 
And if you had the one... I refuse. I'm just going to say... <laughs> it's not good enough. That's right. On its own, it is a better than 4 42. out of 10. Yeah, I know. No, I get it. Like, what the hell do you people want? Well, like I said, the problem with bringing up the fact that it is a 42, which is bad, I give you that. That's only 10 points per monster pack. I get it. I can't have that. But, like, a, like I'm saying... You have to be able to compare it to something, and sure. this is the first time you're ever bringing it up. I never noticed it before. Okay. Let me see if there's one for Don't Shoot Arashi. Yeah, if you have one for Don't Shoot Arashi, at least that would give us a, a comparison. No. There, there is this one for <laughs> <laughs> So this is the only one that actually has a viewer rating, and you don't like it, so therefore you're going to yell. That okay, I've, fair that enough. I've, that I've noticed. I don't <laughs> think I've ever noticed that before. That's funny. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, quick synopsis as the warning for the earth for the defeated monsters. As a warning to the earth for the defeated monsters. Yeah, that's a bad sentence right there. All right, so we're not going to go with the uh, brief synopsis. Basically, the Science Patrol is called to a children's toy store in um, Tokyo where Pigmon is right. rolling about the... The aisle. Toil. Yeah, the, the toil. The toy aisle. <laughs> We're making up words. New mouth now. You keep getting these new mouths. Uh, well, they're on sale. I mean, you know, I can't stop myself. So, and everybody seems to be afraid of Pigmon. Except for a little kid. Except the little kid. Right. And the little kid said, it's Pigmon. Now, how the little kid knows it's Pigmon at this point, not obvious. No, but we find out that, we, we only find out through visual, and this is what we were talking about previously. He is literally in the aisle of Ultraman toys. Right. A full shelf. Shock. There's a full. giant Pigmon. Right. Like, it looks like a wind-up. Yeah, definitely. It I was a wind-up because it was moving. I have no idea who makes that. It's got to be staggeringly Stupid expensive. expensive. There was a expensive. Red King up there. Yes. There's a giant vinyl Kangion behind Fuji's head at one yep. point. They There's had a, every a Ultraman toy that you could want. Oh, my God. And you're sitting going, okay. At the time, obviously, they just started selling the Ultraman yeah. toys. And now they're going to point out to kids, look, go tell your mom and dad in case to you go buy know. these Ultraman yeah. toys. In case you haven't been shopping for the last 30 weeks. Right, right. <laughs> go tell mom and dad you need to go get these Ultraman toys. Yeah, buy them all now. Now, 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 now. Because they're super cheap and someday they'll be worth a fortune. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, when you're a kid, you don't know these things. <sighs> I do remember seeing this when I was a kid going, there's toys? Yeah. There's toys? Like Exactly. And you could and the same thing would happen with kids. That's why they did this. Yeah. Yeah. Is the kid would go, There's toys. Yeah. Mom! Yeah. I gotta go to the store now. Yeah. And I can't f I can't figure out where these things were. Like I, I Japan <laughs> Japan was a mystical land far away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still also, is, uh, also, riddled with monsters. <laughs> just from what I can see. <laughs> like, I two places I didn't want to go as a kid, but I did want to go to Japan because all sorts of cool stuff, but A, riddled with monsters. Right, right. B, you don't want to go to China. Everyone's fighting. Yes, all the time. All the time. There's just karate Sword action fights going in on the all streets. The <laughs> that's, what, that's what you learn when you're six. And watching, and you're watching, fun. yeah, you're watching karate movies. Yeah, you're watching kung fu theater on Saturday, and you're like, China's beat up, man. That's crazy. 
these guys ever do anything but right. fight? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's killing everybody's master. It's crazy. So, anyway, um, basically, Pigmon wants to warn the people of Earth that there is a monster called Geronimon who's incredibly powerful and he is gonna he's the leader of all the earth monsters. Right. The chief he's unleash was 60, 60 monsters. monsters right? he, has, yeah, yeah. he has um he's got a grudge against the science patrol and Ultraman for constantly killing monsters. Right. And right. he's gonna re resurrect and every monster sixty monsters them on the earth. Now, if you unleash sixty monsters in just Japan, Japan's gone. Yeah. If you unleash them around the world, it's gonna take a long time for Ultraman to defeat them, yeah. but eventually he'll get around to it. 60's a lot. Though. 60's a lot. Yeah. 60's a, a fair monsters. amount of monsters. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Pigmon just wants to, you know, do that, and there's these great scenes of Pigmon in, like, a recording studio. Right. And, uh, riding they, in the car. <laughs> they do put Pigmon in a lot of different positions that we're both just sitting there going, okay, that's silly. Yeah. That's funny. It's, a, that's, it's, it's, it's funny. wonder. It is, it's, if you want an episode that is full of nothing but whimsy, this is the one. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's either this really one or the one with the imaginary monster in the hotel. I would still take this one. Yeah, yeah. this one's much whimsier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. So um, uh, he says uh, they've he's already resurrected. Um, they say in the Red dub King. they say Red King and Gamora. Right. But we realized um, but it that is actually Telazon and um, Doraco. And like you said, they just used Gamora's outfit for in the, the last previous guy. episode, yeah, yeah. so they couldn't really use it two weeks in a row. Yeah. Which you can understand. Yeah, because it would require too much work. Yeah. Um, Ultraman shows up um, rescuing the Science Patrol, and then uh, and then uh, Geronimon shows up. Because they, they defeat... Um, Two monsters. Right, right away. Oh, and we didn't discuss Ito's having a real crisis of faith. Right, because he realizes that everything he builds doesn't matter. The monsters don't care. They just get defeated by Ultraman. Ultraman. Which is sort of mostly true. true. (laughs) But, I mean, some of the stuff he does come up with is neat looking. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Ultraman does defeat a lot of monsters. We wouldn't have been able to tell... What the Baltans were up to? If, or, if was did. it the Baltans, or was it um, Dada. the guy who talks like this? Dada. No, not Dada. Um, the, oh God, he's the one from episode eleven that just came up. The brother from another planet. Um, that guy with uh, the pyramid head. With the pyramid head. Yeah, I know what you're talking the about. The Georgie Jessel monster. Yeah. Like that's uh, didn't they use they used the universal translator on him, right? And that's how they were able to no, speak. No, I think to him? he was just I think he just spoke English. Did he? Alright, well, fair enough. You know, most of us are gonna speak I don't remember the language because they don't want to go too deep into it. Right. So But yeah, lots of cool <laughs> stuff um, that Ito invents, but he's feeling mopey about it. Right, because he he's saying all the stuff I do doesn't matter because Ultraman comes along and right. just defeats them anyway. Right, right. And Arash- this is called foreshadowing. <laughs> but he put he uh, he puts up this. Um, he gets in a fight with Hayata at the battleground about like, oh, where's Ultraman? He's got to show up and save us. Right. And Hayata just smacks him. Because you're a disgrace to the science patrol. Sat there and went, oh, that's not right. He yeah. Really wailed on him. 
And then that kind of snaps him into action, and he puts this, uh, God, I don't remember the name of the, of the kind of missile weird. on there. It was amazing. But it was a, a destructor beam because he did evaporate, which was a cool effect. Yeah, it monster. Like, it like cuts him out pieces. like detetrisism. It's like And you can see it was green screening yeah. in three different spots. Yeah. But, but it was really great. It was yeah. cool as heck. And it I was really great. Because like you said, even now, when they try to dissolve a monster, it's not as good. Yeah. Because this is just green screen. Yeah. And it's putting the green screen over slowly, yeah. filming it, and going on from there. Yeah. And it was a very well done effect. Yeah. So, um, then uh, Ultraman does have to show up to fight Geronimo on the Monster Chief, um, who is got tons of Indian feathers. Yes. Um, he's got a beard. He's got like weird really? arm and leg beards. Yeah, he's got all kinds he's of just crazy looking monsters. Yeah. I mean, feathers all over the place. I called him the Carmen Morant's the, the Carmen monster. Miranda monster when he shows he's got up. A yeah, giant head full yeah. of feathers going yeah. all over the place, yeah. and you're like, really? And then this thing shoots feathers at him. Yeah, he can, he shakes his tail. And shakes they, his they tail, shoots out. it at him, and you don't know if it's poison or not, but it seems to hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he can aim and control the feathers in mid-flight. That's right. Which, okay, they, Fair enough. kind of a nice little waste of time. You can, and this is again where I, you know, okay, I know there's strings, yeah, but this is one where you can see a lot of the string work. Yeah, it's you know, what are you gonna do? And then at one point, Ultraman stops in midair, as yeah, as all the feathers are chasing him, right? And the feathers, and he does some sort of stop, yeah, like he spreads his arms out. And turns in a circle. Right. And all, and all the feathers, feathers sort of stop. stop. Like he psychically puts up a barrier or something. No, I, I think what happened is he or just, they were just stopped. That, the, oh. It was just to stop him. And the feathers surrounded him, oh, getting okay. ready to shoot him. And then he speciums all of the feathers quickly. Right, right. So that was nice. And then he lands and they, sh the thing tries to shoot feathers out right, of him again. He starts ripping the feathers out of him. No, no, no! You forgot the shield. No, that was that was with the um with the breath weapon. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so yeah, he, he okay. lands on him, restraining him, like like sitting on his back, and just starts tearing Ripping the feathers, the off. feathers, off, which, and it looked like it could hurt. Yeah, and you know, if it was a real monster, yeah, it would hurt. Enrages Geronimon, right? Um, and who then tries to use this like levitation beam on him, right? And he or like levitation fog, if fog or whatever. The and Ultraman puts up this shield that we've never seen before. It is the Ultra Barrier. Is that what it is? Okay. <coughs> yes. And of course, because he's got the Ultra Barrier, the weapon goes right back on Geronimo yep. and, lifts, and him lifts him up. Right. Okay. And then Ultraman has Geronimo over his head. Right. With the color timer going. With the color timer going. And he shoots him. No, he just holds him. And Edo right, shoots right. him with Edo that thing. Him with the dissolving ray, and right. that's how we beat him. Because right. we don't use a specium on this nope. guy. It's the dissolving ray. And right. I mean, you would think the dissolving ray might also dissolve Ultraman, but nah, it's nah. Ultraman. Edo, Edo works on that. Yeah, he, he, he makes sure he's also sure. Sure. <laughs> he has his. That's what's a seventies term I can use? His biorhythms. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? Why not? So, 
Um, yeah, another awesome episode. I yeah. like this one a lot. I like the way they use Pigmon. They, like you oh, said, they put oh, them in the car. God, yeah. They and used then, them in the VTOL. <laughs> and they had Pigmon die. Ah, we forgot that. Yeah, Telethon. Yeah, Telethon just Stop punches him. He yeah. was like, slap him oh, right down. Slaps him dead. Science <coughs> patrol say he gave his life for humanity. Right, like, so they make oh, him honor. Touching. It is a touching episode. Like, it is. Because he's very humanized in this. He flies with them. He right, right. hangs out with them. He's at the headquarters. They make him kind of a... Right, they actually do make him a full member of the science patrol post-mortem. But yeah. he's supposed to be dead. Which is a shame, because I would love to see him with a helmet. Well, I think see, the great thing is, would that be a giant oh, helmet? Oh, oh. Come see, on. I think the thing is, they didn't know that Ultraman was going to keep going. They kind of <coughs> figured this would be the end of the Ultraman series. Oh, at this point, um, TBS had asked for an additional 20 episodes or oh, something like that. Okay. And E.G. Subarea was like, no, I have another idea. Okay. And that's... They had already the started Ultra. work on Ultra 7 at that point. Oh, okay. I got so you. I he got was you. like, no, no more of this. This is over. Something else. Well, I mean, that's the thing. This is, this is the, so only, this is the only country that is like, let's milk it till it's dead. Yeah, yeah. Till dust comes out of its teeth. True. That true. is it. And there's any number of series in America that you could say, you know what? It should have stopped at the first season. Because they really had a good idea. Or the third or, or fifth. Any or number of seasons. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Instead of just milking it to death yeah. until it, you sit there. There was no reason to keep it. It wasn't the same show anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, uh, let's do our Monster Minute on our Geronimon. Uh, now, we know he is uh, able to resurrect monsters. Uh, let's see here. He's 40 meters, 30,000 tons. A little heavier. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Um, his roar is a modified roar of Monglar from Ultra Q. Okay. Unfortunately, that is not available to be used for me. Okay. So, sorry about that, kids. I'm sure um, over it. Uh, yeah, they better. Uh, <laughs> that's what I gotta say. Now, his uh, powers and weapons, Feather Shurikens. Is that what they were, Shurikens? Yeah. Okay. Telekinesis that can oh to make the motion of the feathers more right. predictable. That's right. snappy. Good enough. Oh yeah, because we saw him doing this. He controlled he, the feathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair enough. Uh, his anti-gravity mist. Right. So he that. is capable of resurrecting. Um, he can make fireballs, but not in uh, this particular show. That's where I don't like where they give you weapons that he doesn't use. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, me. it's just. You know, they're just trying to cover the monster. I got you. You know what I, I mean? Like, in all his incarnations. I got you. Okay. Uh, a little trivia for this is, um, he was supposed to revive the monsters Red King and Gamora, but due to the condition of the suits, they were replaced by Telesdom and Duraka. But they never changed the dubbing. Right. And his name comes from Geronimo, the chief of the Chiraca tribe of Apache Native America. Yes, obviously. Hence his nickname as the Monster Chief and the Numerous Feathers. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, they're not Indian feathers, we have to say that. They're no. All kinds of fancy, colorful, my goodness feathers. They're, yeah, they're all sorts of yeah. very weird feathers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and having worked in the village any number of times, I've seen those feathers. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, I really want to, uh, apparently he has also appeared in many of the Ultraman stage shows. 
Okay, because, I could buy that. He's also in Ultraman Fighting Evolution Rebirth, which is that PS2 game I was telling you right, about. Right, right, right. Which looks so good. I almost want to buy a PS2 and that game. Mm, you really wouldn't want to. I mean, if you're going to buy something, I would say buy the newer thing. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm they're get a PS2 the, for like $25 at this point. Probably. But do they have the game anymore would be the problem. I'm sure no. someone would, but, you know. Yeah, the, prob- the problem's going to be, like, it's got to be modified to play... Um, foreign games because I'm sure it's not. Oh, sure, it's, it's probably not locked for Japan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, he is. He has never made a re- uh, return. See, now that's a bad call because isn't a, it that like you said and like I said, they gave you something that they didn't use. Right. You said okay, they're just showing you everything he can do further on. Well, if they don't use it... Well, he uses it in the game, apparently. That's what that uh, is. See, that's not fair. I know. I know. It's terrible. Okay. But yeah, they never use this monster again, and he's so cool-looking. He is very, very cool-looking. Like, Go why ahead. wouldn't you use a monster that can resurrect other monsters? Well, that... And then he's got all the feathers. Yeah. He's got the beard. And he's a, a... Maybe that's why they didn't use him, because he's such a tough monster to put together. With all the feathers and stuff? Yeah, still. They, they, they build... Everything else. Giant swaths of Tokyo to wreck. True. Why True. not? You know what I'm saying? Like, I see no reason for that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was I think that was a really great... That one was a fun episode. Especially, like you said, all the different ways that they used Pigmon. All the Pigmon stuff right, was great. Killed Pigmon... Knowing that they were going to end this series anyway, so let's kill one of our favorite monsters, and we'll figure out another way to bring him back, because that's not an important part. I found it. What's that? The rating of 42.8% yes. is not a, like, out of 100. Well, it is kind of out of 100, but it is the, it the, is the television rating. It's okay, a yeah, 42 that's, share. That's huge. That is. That's huge. That makes much more sense. Yeah. That That's a huge wonderful. rating. Yeah. It's the highest rated episode of Ultraman. Okay, and that I could buy. Yeah. Because this is a fun, fun yeah. episode. All right. That's good. Okay. I'm no longer angry, everyone. <laughs> Crisis averted. Yeah, for Yay. sure. I'm sure everybody was worried. <laughs> yes, I'm sure the whole, the, our whole subscriber base was like, oh, man, I hope Rich gets over this. This is going to be tough. <laughs> and but, now yeah. Basically done with this episode, and since it just came out, I will ask: Have you seen the new Doctor Who? No. I told you. No, I haven't watched me. it. You're gonna have to kill me. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. That doesn't help today. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's I would expect. I'm going to expect you to catch up and watch next week's by next episode. Oh, okay, I'll so see what I can do. It. Okay. <laughs> Did you like it? Is it good? I liked it. Good. I like good. It. Do you know my son and Peter Capaldi have the same birthday? Do they really? Yeah. Okay. I like a couple of years apart, obviously. Oh, but a that's few, very yes. Cool. <laughs> a few. Um, I didn't know that Capaldi's birthday was then. Yeah. Fair enough. Neat, huh? That is neat. Yeah. So uh, that's about it, I think. So next week we're going to do the final two final episodes of this season. Ooh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Final two episodes of the original Ultraman. There we go. That's crazy. That is cool. That is crazy, and uh, that's that's got a, that's got a very iconic monster that shows up a lot. Oh, you want to give the title of the two episodes as long oh, as I, we're? I could, yeah, I'm sure. Just saying. Um, how about the Spaceship Rescue Command? Okay. And uh, as soon as the link comes up, I will know what the other one is. Farewell, Ultraman. 
Yeah, you did say it was Ferry right. Wolfman. And I that, forgot about that. And that's the kind of the thing that they know, like you said, they're making Ultra 7, so they mm -hmm. can say goodbye to this version of Ultraman mm -hmm. and come out with a different version. Mm -hmm. So I, I give them that. Yeah. I, I do like, like you said, they don't try to, they're going to milk it. Yeah. But they're not going to milk this particular Ultraman. And then what they can oh, do Oh, they'll is, bring him back. He yeah, does come back. But what they can do is they can bring in a whole other group of actors mm -hmm. so they don't have to keep paying more and more for the same actors. They do, however, bring back Arashi, but he's a different guy. It's Arashi, but it's a... A different actor. No, same actor, different part. Different part, so they don't have to pay him... Because the... Um, the universe that Ultra 7 takes place is not the same universe. Okay. Originally. Man, These things have been retconned uh, savagely. Okay. So what are you going to do? Much, um, there's much. a lot. They, they, they've done a lot to bring all the um, disparate Ultraman universes together. together. A lot of... Because you can't have anniversary episodes with just one full episode. of Ultraman yeah. that don't exist in the same universe. So you have to... <laughs> kind of... Kind of do a little Again, bit of this, the, a little the Doctor Who, the timey wine. Yeah, the wobbly timey wine. You have to do a little, a little uh, dance and exactly. You know, <laughs> a little, little zig this way, a little zig that way, a little under, a little over. Fair enough. And then you enough. get it done. Well, all right, kids. Um, as usual, thanks so much to. Um, I was going to say Atomic Pile Driver, but that's some not that's a wrestling move. Anything? No, that's <laughs> not everything at all. You want to oh get my Casey God, Kittle? For the, well, yeah, Casey sound. Kittle's our audio wizard, and it is thanks very much to Terminal Sunburn, of course, for their music. Go to terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. You can reach the uh, Science Patrol podcast at Ultraman Podcast on Twitter, Ultraman Podcast at gmail.com, and UltramanPodcast.com. And I think that will take care of everything. Sally Forth. Indeed, Sally Forth. Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.